Hi pals, I'm Dominic, and this is DC Talks for Tuesday, January 29th, 2019. All right, pals, on to our next topic this week based on um, streaming and streaming costs and saving money. And what I want to talk about is all of these places that are now having free content. It's like content as the gateway into platforms. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of places now where you can get kind of the same collection of movies and TV shows, but they're free. They're ad supported. And there's a couple of companies that really started this. Roku was one of the ones that started doing this where they offered the Roku channel on the Roku boxes, but it's now available via the web. So you don't have to have a Roku box in order to watch it. But it was a selection of TV shows and movies that are free and they're ad supported. And they're kind of like back in the cable days when everyone had cable, you would have these certain channels where all they did was play old movies. 90s movies, 80s movies, 90 movies, maybe some recent movies that aren't the best and they're looking for some more exposure. These studios have sold it to this service. That way they can uh, get some more people to watch it, make a little bit more money off it. Those cable channels still exist. And that's what this streaming, uh, like the Roku channel, is is equivalent to. And Roku, although they may not have been the first, I crackle. Back in the day was doing this, you could get Sony movies and TV shows. There's a few other services that were kind of older that offered this ability. And now that's continuing to grow. So YouTube has talked about that they want to add this kind of service, that they would have free ad-supported TV shows and movies on YouTube. IMDb, believe it or not, has a service called Freedive now. Same thing, free selection of TVs and movies. Rumors about Amazon doing the same thing. Even Plex talked about it at CES that they would like to roll out a free TV and movie section that you can watch. You don't have to be a Plex Pass subscriber in order to watch. That one is really interesting to me. And the reason why I say that is because you host your own Plex server. And I know that Plex is trying to branch out and be more things to more people to really be the entertainment hub. For example, in the app now, you can use it as a podcast manager, a podcatcher. And that's at first, I was really excited about that. And then it just kind of fell down on delivery. So I'm waiting it out to see how well it works. Still using a dedicated podcast app, my Pocket Cast seems to work the best. But I'm all for if Plex wants to be the leader in the one app, you get to watch everything through there. Because I don't want to manage or think about all the different apps I have to watch things. I'd like my podcasts and my TV shows and my movies and then some free stuff and maybe some bolt-on subscriptions, which is also what Plex is doing. I'd like to have all of that in a single app. That would be really great. Where my catch is, is that I've been a Plex user for 10 years now, I think. It's been a long time. I don't know how long Plex has been around, but I've been in since pretty much the beginning because of the the ability to be able to serve my own TV and movies across my own network. I could take my DVDs, I could turn it into my own digital library, and then I can make it so it's available across all of my devices. What I'm hesitant about is now that Plex moved away from its open source, Kodi Fork is a proprietary app and is now moving into more commercial offerings. I'm concerned about where Plex is going and where my library 
falls into that. I try and stay positive on this. I really believe that Plex has everyone's best interest in mind and that they just really want to be a media company. And they're so good at being able to deliver your own TV shows and movies across your own network. That's just a natural fit that podcasts and TV shows and movies and a star subscription or whatever that you can bolt on to your Plex Pass is a natural choice. And that makes sense for their business and that makes sense for their customers. It's still makes me nervous because it's not exactly the friendliest thing that you can rip your DVDs and host them and remove the DRM. That's still illegal, but it's not if as long as you're not giving it to other people, I don't know, it's kind of a gray area. So, but it still makes me nervous that Plex gets into more of these commercial services and where my library falls into that. It's going to be really interesting to watch, uh, but I'm all for more of these places offering free content. Now, the downside is right now is that a lot of it is the same. You get the same movies, the same TV shows. They're all the same level of quality as uh, you would expect on a free ad-supported system there's some good ones that are in there but most of them are mid to low range movies and tv shows that studios are looking for more exposure you can pretty much guarantee alf is going to be on all of those just because alf's an older show and uh they're always looking to make some more money off that show apparently but i'm all for these free services that are ad supported and that gives people the ability to be able to watch stuff without being able to fork over a credit card and or have to pay a, mo a monthly fee and the credit card thing is is the most interesting to me is because there's so many people that don't have a credit card or they don't want to use it so they're really careful with their spending on their credit card and having a service that just has carte blanche access to that credit card or a prepaid card like with a prepaid american express from walmart that is not the best thing for them or just if you're nervous about tracking i know it's like okay the ads are tracking you when you go to the website but it's given the ability to i can watch some ads and i don't have to use a credit card i can just do ad supported and no one has to be up in my business about the things that i'm watching i don't have to give you my credit card I don't have to give you any of my payment information. I'm worried about hacks or I don't have a credit card or I don't have a bank account. I can still have access to these things. That's really helpful in today's economy. And the credit card thing is a big deal. And that's why I really appreciate companies that have gift cards. Like you can go buy Steam or Netflix or iTunes gift cards because then you can add that to your account. You can buy them with cash and then you can add them to your account and then you don't have to have a credit card. And you're not able to do that with Plex or some of these other streaming services that they don't all have the ability to be able to do like a gift card. That way you don't have to have heavy tracking on you or don't have to have a credit card in order to use it. So I really appreciate these free services and I'm really excited that more of them are coming around. And it's super interesting that companies are using content as the gateway to their platform that Plex is saying, you want to get into our ecosystem or our ad company, essentially, we're going to give away TV shows and movies. You can come watch them. And uh, by, by the way, while you're here, you know, you can do all these other things. You can sign up for our Plex pass. You can do all this other stuff. Hey, you should do your photo backups to Plex, uh, set up your own server and then do your photo backups. And by the way, that's a Plex pass subscriber thing. So it's $80. Same thing with Roku, trying to diversify away from being a hardware company and offering an ad department and bolt on subscriptions and things like that, trying to be an entertainment type company instead of just selling $50 Roku 
Roku boxes. It's really interesting play for them to say, here is this free content. That's how we're going to get you into the tent. And as that continues to grow, it'll be more challenging for people. So maybe more original content starts to become the hook. Hulu did that for a long time and then eventually switched over to 100% paid. But in the beginning, it was, here's a free tier. Also, we have some originals. You can come watch those for free. Oh, you really love Hulu? Okay, now it's, now you have to pay for it. Kind of worked out for them. So it's be interesting to see what happens across the board if that works for more platforms. The big question is Amazon. Does Is, is Amazon and IMDb both going to have a free TVs and movies and it's going to be the same thing. Where's the line break there? Uh, IMDb is a very weird one. So I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on that. And if you watch any of these free content places, Pluto TV was a big one for me and they did pick up free TVs and shows and movies. Um, they recently just got acquired and so I don't have the note in front of me right now who they got acquired by, but Pluto has a really interesting model where it's more like TV, but streaming. So it had a guide, a schedule. You couldn't, no pausing. It's just, it was like it's live, but it's not live content. Uh, so they have a really interesting model and they, they just got acquired by someone. And that's just another place where you can do that kind of thing. I'd love to hear your feedback on that. And if you've used any of these services, tweet at me at Dom Corbo and let me know if you've used any of these things. That's all for me today. I'd love to hear what you think about this free content, what you think about ad supported and also you know how it works out for not, being, not having to give over your credit card. That's it for me today. I'll see y'all later.